0: Welcome to Insightful Essence, a place to reconnect with our superpowers and better manage difficult life circumstances and challenges. We will not only understand multiple sources of distress, but also learn ways to work through difficulties in life. My name is Rosalind Perez, and I am a licensed clinical social worker at your disposal. Welcome to another episode of Insightful Essence. And today we're going to talk about self-awareness. Before we jump in defining what self-awareness is, let me ask you something. Have you ever asked yourself why you continue to engage in a behavior or emotions that end up being harmful to yourself and to others? Or have you ever noticed that you're soon to react, quick to react, and then when you see the harm that has caused in yourself or others is too late? That's why it's so important for us to dedicate a couple of minutes to talk about what self-awareness is and the benefits of self-awareness. Before getting into self-awareness concepts, I remember going once with my family to a restaurant and we were enjoying our meals, but I've noticed that... Before I was about to get some food into my mouth, everybody started staring at me and then laughing. And I didn't say anything the first time. But then when I noticed that it continued to happen, that every time that I was about to take a bite, people would just stare at me and started laughing even harder. And I I was like, okay, what's happening? Would you mind sharing the joke with me? And they say that every time that I was about to take a bite, I briefly, like for a second, I stopped, look at my food, and then proceed to put it in my mouth. And I was like, no way, I don't do that. And everybody looked at me like, oh, yes, you do. You do. I'm like, not at all. You guys are just crazy. I'm just going to keep eating. However, When I was about to take another bite, I caught myself stopping for a brief moment, looking at the food and started laughing again and everybody started laughing. It was not until that moment that I was completely unaware that I had that habit. I continue to do that today, but now it is in my awareness. And I wanted to share this story because We do that with so many different things. We do that with our behaviors, our emotions. A lot of the things that we experience in our body, in our relationships, in the way that we talk, in the way that we behave, in the way that we walk, we may not necessarily always be in touch with our patterns, behaviors, and thoughts and emotions. Therefore, there are so many benefits for us to promote awareness and increase awareness. Why? Because self-awareness or what other people refer to as consciousness, it's like a defense. it's, It's like a survival skill. It is the ability for us to be in tune with our bodies communicating with us our situations. And the more that we increase our ability to be in touch or in tune with our situations, our bodies and everything, the better we will be at managing difficult situations because our attention will better understand and connect the dots. I know that in my previous podcast, we were talking about adversity. And whenever we experience something that we dislike or we just don't feel comfortable enough if we don't have enough self-awareness then we're bound to repeat mistakes in lives have you ever met anyone that may be in a difficult relationship and then that relationship it's over it's done with but then they get themselves into the same type of patterns And one of the reasons is because of that, because having that lack of self-awareness. And this is not an easy thing to do. It requires a lot of practice. It requires a lot of attention. And it requires having great communication with yourself. How can we improve communications with ourselves to have a good sense of self-awareness? A good way to start with this is by allowing ourselves opportunities throughout the day to pay attention first to our triggers. Situations that makes us feel uncomfortable are great opportunities for us to know what is it that I don't like, to know what is it that it feels uncomfortable, and go from there. If we are presented with a difficult situation in our life, that is the perfect moment for us to stop and evaluate at least four areas. What is going on in my body? What are my physical responses? Am I sweating? Am I happy having a heart beat faster than, than before? Am I um, having a headache? That's, those are examples of physiological responses. But what about behavioral? Am I rolling my eyes? Am I raising my voice? Am I shutting down? Am I isolating our emotional responses? Am I feeling anxious? Am I feeling angered? Am I feeling upset? Am I feeling sad, frustrated? And the last cue is what's going on in my mind in form of thoughts? Am I saying things to myself like, I cannot believe this is happening or here we go again? Paying attention to those four areas will give us so much information about how do we respond. And a lot of times we're not in touch with that. There can be different levels of self-awareness, but it is definitely a muscle that needs to be worked because we are always, the way that the brain is set up is to look externally So we rarely are trained to look inward, to reflect, to stop, to become the fly in the wall. Pretty much it's a technique that allows you to strengthen your ability to see and to look at yourself. What was your part? What was your body responses to events that we don't like? And this is something that needs to be fostered It's something that needs to be nurtured. It's something that the more that we dedicate our time, it will bring enormous amount of benefits to our life. What could be examples of the benefits that we can get from practicing self-awareness? Whenever we practice self-awareness, we get more access to making choices. Imagine this, you are going into an ice cream parlor shop and as soon as you ask like what type of ice creams did you guys have, they, they respond like we only have chocolate and if you love chocolate that wouldn't be any problem but if you don't like ice cream or chocolate then you will feel like oh well well then I will not be able to eat ice cream because I am not craving or I don't like chocolate. But what does it feel if you walked in into an ice cream parlor and they said, we have chocolate, we have vanilla, we have strawberry and other flavors. It will feel that you have more choices. It will feel that you have the possibility and the availability to make a choice that will satisfy that need. And I know that whenever we experience difficult situations in life, it's not like if we're choosing for an ice cream flavor, but picture this. If every time that someone says something about my family members, and I'm using this hypothetical example, and as soon as someone talks about a family member, it makes me feel very, very, very angry. And I just start to lash out and cuss and say negative words, and I just start be misbehaving in the sense of being disrespectful because it's my automatic response through self-awareness. It's not that we will never feel emotions or feel upset or feel offended or get thoughts like, how could this person be talking about my family members? It's not that we're not going to feel that it's that we will be able to pick up and know that and observe. That that's the reaction that I'm getting in my body, through my mind, through my emotions, through my behaviors. And having that awareness and noticing that and picking up on that will allow you time for you to make a choice then and there. First by accepting that this is affecting me, this is bothering me. I don't, I don't like how it makes me feel whenever someone talks bad about my family member. However, what can I do? I can perhaps avoid that person. I'm not saying that you have to. I'm just using that hypothetical example. I can avoid that person or I can um, talk to that person. I can remove myself for a moment until I calm myself down and then come back and address the situation when I'm a little more in control. And this is just examples of how self-awareness whenever we engage in behaviors to strengthen that availability, to raise that awareness can be helpful in our lives. Because if we wouldn't, if we didn't have the ability to become aware and to recognize and catch our triggers, then what will be the reason to have people in jail over having reactions and acting passionately, right? because we do have the ability we have the ability to work and to be in tune with ourselves because our bodies and our minds are always communicating with us. they're telling us what is it that we that it's bothering that it's affecting and what is it that we enjoy because it's not only through the emotions of anger or frustration or disappointment that our body communicates with us but it also it's also through emotions that, pleasure that causes happiness, joy. And we can actually even reap the benefits of self-awareness by getting better at knowing what is it that makes me happy? What is it that I enjoy? I have seen so many clients in my practice come to me saying, I want to work towards Feeling more happy, to feel enjoying life. However, I don't know. I don't know where to start because we get so disconnected from ourselves, from our minds, from our bodies that we dismiss or pass by or do not have the attention to capture and collect that information of the things that gives us joy in life and it is through self-awareness that we can start doing better with that self-awareness is just one of the many tools but it's a very powerful tool it can become a superpower because it is only when we know that we have options and we can make decisions And we can make our own choices. Maya Angelou says when we know better, we do better. And a lot of times not to justify um, misbehaviors or, or actions of aggression ever. But it comes from that same perspective. People don't do better because they don't know better. And I truly believe in this. And it is very possible to get to become empowered in within these processes. How can we then improve our access and our self-awareness muscle? We have to look through our days and see opportunities for us to incorporate this practice. And we need only five minutes of our day to start off. Five minutes where we can... Observe our body, our minds, and not necessarily do anything. Just observe. Asking those four questions that will grant us access to information about ourselves. Such as, how's my body feeling? Pay attention to your shoulders, your, um, your chest, your back. Just to see whether if you catch any tension. Try to just to breathe and scan your body. Practicing body scan. When it comes to our emotional cues, ask yourself, what is my state of mind right now? How am I feeling? Am I feeling tired? Am I feeling um, as usual, no emotion? Or am I feeling joy? Or am I feeling frustrated? Also taking the time to see if there are any behaviors. These, the behavior cues can be a little more difficult because a lot of times we don't observe ourselves. So what could be a good practice perhaps? Asking someone that you trust and you know that truly cares about you. If they see anything in you, like what are typical reactions or behaviors that they can observe? Because this is the difference between the physiological and the behavioral cues. The behavioral cues are things that other people can observe. The physical, for example, if you have rapid heartbeat, then another person won't be able to notice that unless you let them know. But behavioral cues, we could benefit by asking people around us that we trust and that we know that truly care for us. What are behaviors that they notice in us? Whenever we are upset, whenever we are sad, whenever we're happy, that way we can raise awareness around what are the typical behaviors that I tend to do? And last but not least, what's going through my mind? What is my com- what's the conversation that I am having with myself? What is it that I am telling myself the conversations that we have with ourselves are one of the most powerful things that influence our mood. If I hear someone say that they are horrible, they are worthless. It takes a lot of steps in our brains for us to come to that conclusion. So whenever someone says that, I believe that they believe that. I don't believe that they are actually worthless. But I do believe that they believe that for themselves. So observing the conversations that we have with ourselves are going to be crucial also. Because we don't have to fully trust what goes on in our minds. We don't have to blindlessly follow what that conversation tells us we have the power to challenge that and it will feel awkward and weird to go against what our minds is telling us but it is a muscle it is a strength so by taking five minutes of your day to assess those four areas in your in your life it can it can give you so much information about yourself that sometimes we may not even be aware of that can be helpful and useful to make changes for your good for your wellness. Remember that consciousness and self awareness is a survival skill. It is there for our benefit to help us catch things that are not being as useful as we may think of. So we want to make sure that we make the most out of that, that we make the most out of that mental ability that is very particular for humans and can turn your life around in a second whenever we develop and strengthen that muscle I'd like to hear more thoughts about this topic or any other topics that can be beneficial for you in your life so please send me a message leave a comment and thank you so much for spending this uh, time to with me in this episode and I can't wait to be back with you guys. So this is Insightful Essence. My name is Rosalind Perez. I'll see you next time. <music>